0: Hey everyone, this is Stevie Richards. Welcome to episode 31 of the Big Fitness Show. My name is Stevie Richards. I am the patient. My therapist over here is Big Mike <laughs> Barrens. We were talking before the show, talking me down from a potential ledge, and that's going to be our subject for today. But before we get into that, how are you doing, Mike? Are are your ears Okay. After I have an (laughs) therapy event for almost an hour.
1: (laughs) No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Welcome everybody to the show. Uh, welcome to the post therapy session (laughs) that we just had. It's all good, man. Like it was, it was great. I'm glad that we get to have these conversations. I'm glad that we get to uh, talk ahead of time. Um, but I'm excited for what we're going to talk about today. So I'm doing pretty well though.
0: Yeah. We seem to like we, we, with the migraine episode, it seems like things happen right before we have a planned topic. Then when we talk, we go, well, wait a minute, Uh, why don't we talk about this? (laughs) And I believe both of us have experienced this at least over the past couple of weeks. And that's being overwhelmed running our fitness businesses and then obviously have the wrestling analysis channel, which kind of throws another wild card into it. But I think with the way we've been feeling and it comes through on the episodes, according to the people you say, listen to the show we, we share how we're currently feeling and our current struggles. This episode, episode 31 has to do with time management and your fitness journey, which time management can get really, really hairy if you're not careful about cultivating it in a good way. And we, we definitely know that over the past couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest struggles that I've had. And I know I talked to a lot of people who with the you're not you're not going to get more time in the day so time management becomes a very very important thing that is that i've had to learn the hard way. i'm sure that you've had to learn the hard way that people i think that's one of the most important things that people struggle with when it comes to accomplishing anything like in a in a specific fitness sense in in the business sense whatever it is you got to figure out how you're going to manage your time properly and if you don't do that can lead to tremendous overwhelm which i know i've felt i've texted you about the last couple weeks i have felt just a a crazy amount of overwhelm for all the things that you want to get done right and i have this list of things that i want to do and and for for you and i in in the the business sense it becomes a very important piece because we have to prioritize and manage the time properly and it's dude it's a struggle like i'm just going to be honest i struggle with it something terrible and allocating the right amount of time. And I know I'm getting into all of it already, but it's, I think, I think for everybody listening, the goal here is going to be to try to share how we've overcome some of this time management issues and, and how we've overcome some of the overwhelm and what we do and things that we, that work for us, that don't work for us so that maybe you can implement that into your daily life, your schedule to prioritize the things that you need to prioritize so that you can accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. And I think that's the goal of, of today's episode is that we just try to help through sharing, you know, like every episode we want to share what we do and what's worked for us so that hopefully it works for, for other people too.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I think we're going to kind of start with the time management or the time mismanagement yeah. and fitness journeys that have kind of gone off that path. But I think it's going to have a much wider scope of sharing things that we have with that time management or mismanagement and how, you know, th- th- there's, you can't buy any time. Right. I think that's, that's the most powerful thing we can say to start. You cannot buy, you cannot negotiate, you cannot create more time within your life. And right. there should be some kind of sense of urgency on the business side, but really it all also goes to the other side. And I know this from being on the road for so many years and not having a family. You currently have a family, wife and kids. You're never going to get the time back sure. to your wife and especially your kids growing up. So the, the, I don't know if that's where you put that, but basically that heightens the struggle. It heightens the sense of urgency. It also heightens the frustration when you can't yeah. devote the time at that current moment to seeing them grow up. I'm sure you've missed at least a few moments of your kids growing up because something else was going on, or maybe because you mismanaged your time. Yeah. You missed out on a, on an event that sure. you could have witnessed.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. That definitely happens with the time, the time piece of it. I mean, it's there. I think that's why the time management is so important for people to figure out and for me to figure out because, and I, I'll be honest. I struggle with it. I am not an expert in time management. If you ask my wife, she will tell you that I am not an expert in time management. I will say that I will come up for dinner at 530 because I, in my office in the basement, I come up at 530 and six o'clock, she's texting me. She's like, Hey, you coming up? Or she's hollering down the stairs. You coming up? Cause I just lose track of the time when I get into something. So like, this is a, a really, uh, speaking of therapy, we talked about this is going to be therapeutic for me to talk through some of the issues that I deal with when it comes to time, because there are moments where to your point of missing things with the kids or missing time with the kids, I have three daughters that are uh, one's going to be 10 in a week and the other two are seven or seven and four. And so like they're young, right. And in that moment you want to be around for as much of them, of the stuff that's going on with them as you can. But there's plenty of times where my poor management of my time and poor allocation of my time has then cost me on this back end of not being able to be there for i haven't really missed big things there's nothing big but it's the little things that count really you know that's the most important stuff is being there for little stuff where i don't get to spend as much time with the kids as i want because i manage things poorly over here and have too much work on my plate and this is my biggest i would say my biggest struggle is allocating the right time to the right things and, and spending and estimating the amount of time that it's going to take to do things. And so this is a huge, huge struggle for me that I try to overcome and there's days where I crush it and I don't have any problems at all. And I was very on point with the time, but then there's days where like yesterday, just to, uh, just to be full transparent, I totally lost track of all the time and didn't really accomplish anything yesterday which is not great from a business perspective, which is not great for a fitness perspective. I didn't get into a workout and the workout was so, was just a, I did 30 minutes on my air bike, which is just kind of a standard. If I don't have much time and I know I'm going to do something, I just do it. But I didn't do that till eight forty five at night last night, which is the exact opposite of what I normally do it. Cause I usually work out. That's not
0: emotions. your rhythm. That's not your body, no. body rhythm yeah. either.
1: Yeah. And it was because of just poor management of time. You know, I didn't wake up on time. I then, you know, uh, I had to go to my parents' house yesterday and I was picking a bunch of apples and that took longer than I estimated. And then talking to my mom, which was all good stuff. Like it was good use of the time. Cause I was hanging out with my mom a little bit and, and whatever, but then factor in the hour that it takes to drive there, our home. And the next thing I know the whole day is completely shot and I've spent the entire day. And, and then now I'm Behind schedule and trying to manage as much as I can, so it, it's just there's if I I I need to focus on being better at my time management and maybe through today's conversation I will come up with some ideas on how to be better at it.
0: Well, I can tell you, waking up even earlier doesn't help. What? <laughs> <That> doesn't help. <laughs> you figure I get up three three thirty in the morning, I work out, but you know. I try not to use the spine infection as an excuse, but my energy does run out very, very quickly sure. still. At the same time, I could manage even at half day sure. a lot better. Um, that's why I think you and I want to work out first thing in the morning because we know the day going to get away from us. We're self-aware that we can sit there and scroll for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, and that's, that's a lesson right there oh. just sure. quickly. For anybody who thinks you don't have time to work out, the old don't watch one TV show, even if it's a half hour, you got time to work out. Don't scroll Instagram reels or YouTube shorts for a session, you have time for workout. That's yeah. the that's the time mis- mismanagement that can be corrected. Hmm. What we're talking about too, on a different level, is when you're trying to be successful in your job, your business even in your personal life and you're juggling all that along with your fitness journey, that's when you don't know what percentage goes here, what percentage goes here. There's always going to be a monkey wrench thrown in there with God forbid illnesses or things going on. And I would, I would push back a little bit even with the big, the big moments are easy. The birthdays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, the thing that you miss the most, I would say they're even bigger are the moments that you may not be able to recapture Sure. A birthday, yeah. I mean, you don't want to miss it, but God willing, there's going to be another one next year. Sure. But that first moment where one of your daughters can put her hair back in a ponytail or on sure. her own or something, that's the yeah. stuff that you're just like, oh, I miss. Yeah. I'm the little thing. That's by a, fa- a thousand paper cuts. That's sure. kind of what it feels like.
1: Sure. I will say for me, like, I've been very, very blessed to, to be able to work from home the entirety of my, my children's lives. And so like I've worked from home, so I've been around for most everything, but there's, there's plenty of times where I've missed certain things, but it's, you know, like to your point, the, the birthday, you obviously you're probably not going to miss a birthday unless it, unless you had some crazy thing happen or you had a really important work event or something like that. But why, why aren't you going to miss the birthday? because you prioritize it because that's a big thing that you're thinking about and you take the time. And it's, you know, I've, I've, I've read a lot of personal development books and things. And I've, this one thing comes back into my mind about time management all the time. Think about it. If you're working a job and, and you're about to go on vacation, before you go on vacation, you are probably the most productive you ever are because you're getting everything done ahead of time so that you can manage the manage the fact that you're going to be gone for that week or whatever it's going to be for your job. And so you get all this stuff done because you go into this different mode of prioritizing everything and focusing on, okay, I do this first, this, 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 then this, then this, and then that way I can take a break. And so I think it's just getting focused in on your priorities you know like there's so many things that become a time suck that we don't even realize and one of the things that has helped me when it comes to my day so like at the end of the day yesterday I talked about how I just the day got away from me and all this kind of stuff before I went to bed I evaluated my day and made some notes of like okay here's where I wasted some time here's where i maximize my time here's where my whole day went and why i don't feel like i accomplished anything because this is where all of my time went and so i think it's becoming aware of the time sucks easy ones are how many how much time you spent scrolling on your on your phone right like those are easy ones you can look most phones have a screen time app where you can look and see how much time you spent on your phone yesterday that's a great way to know what kind of time suck it was then before you go to guarantee bed guarantee it's Canada,
0: longer than the workout
1: Oh, guaranteed. I mean, guaranteed. It's, it's longer than you think it is too. You know, you probably think you spent 10 minutes on your phone, but it's probably 10, you know, five times that, where you spent scrolling and and looking at stuff. You know, I find myself sometimes even, and this is where like, sometimes I'll get really granular with my time assessment. How many times do I just pick up my phone and check and see if there's a notification or pick up my phone and look at Instagram and see if there's a message from someone, right? Like I, I do that. I find myself doing that so much. And then I realize, well, that was a five second time suck there. And then, and then I get, sometimes I'll get pulled into, oh, well, let's scroll on this and let's see what this is. And let's see if there's anything good. And then and next thing I know, 10 minutes have gone by. And if you do that six times a day, there's an hour that you just wasted completely, uh, on, Totally habitual, stupid things that don't
0: actually comparing yourself to other people subconsciously, which is gonna steal even more of your joy, does you no good. It's so funny. I got this, you got one of those too, the Apple Watch. Yeah. That should be like, I don't need my my phone can stay on the charger all day. If something wife calls or I get a text that I need, I can look at it on there without I can even act on it, reply, do whatever. Yeah. But you're right. It's that. I just think right now that that's a whole nother subject about social engineering and now more addicted to these. And when people say they're they're going to do something to track you or do whatever, everybody's volunteered for that by having yeah. one of those devices. Yeah. They don't need to implement anything on that. But people do feel like I got to grab it and say, I don't know if that's FOMO. I don't fear if you're missing out or if it's just I don't know. Maybe we just don't even know what we're looking for. I think you and I are a little further along because we're aware of, aware of it, yeah. but not much further along. Cause we're still, there's sure. your three times <laughs> where I looked at it like, and I don't want to do that because yeah. this is good stuff to be engaged. So I've even thought about, you know, I think I can gain a lot more pro- productivity time by just going to a dumb phone. And then mm-hmm. if I need to get video, I have plenty of cameras for video here. I could leave one in the gym. Sure. I don't need to capture every moment of walking on the beach or doing whatever, any of that other stuff. If I need to get video or a photo, I, I, if it means enough, well, hold on, I don't have an I'll bring the big ass Sony a seven (laughs) four. Then I'll be (laughs) like, well, I'm totally intending to take pictures because why would I bring this big thing? Right. Does that make, you almost have to like, Mind f yourself into doing the right thing and eliminating the wrong things.
1: Yeah, totally. I, I think I, I I think you're right with that. It's because we don't realize how much of a time suck it can be, and so setting ourselves up for success when it comes to time management, so we don't lose those times. I mean, that's another tip for people is set yourself up for success when it comes to managing your time by eliminating those things that suck your time away. And I preach into the choir here. Like, this is me talking to me because I do the same thing where I'll pick up my phone. Like I just said, and, and I, I what I've done sometimes is I, as I try to be as, as more conscious and aware of it as I possibly can. And so if I do pick up my phone, I'm like, why am I picking up my phone right now? Is it just a scroll or is it an intentional reason of why i'm picking up my phone and if it's just a scroll a lot of times i'll put it right back down and just i'm getting so much better at breaking that habit so that when i pick it up it's it's not something that sticks with me and that i noticed that there's days where on the weekends i try to stay off my phone as much as i can and I feel like I'm so much more productive. Like, for example, this past weekend, I had to process, I picked a bunch of apples and I had to process a bunch of apples. And so I was making applesauce all day and made some apple butter and things like that. And I was, uh, I was off my phone pretty much all day. And I had, I have a home pod in the kitchen. So I was playing some music and just listening to some music and processing apples and stuff all day long. And I wasn't on my phone and I felt so productive because I wasn't distracted and then at the end of the day, I, you know, I checked my phone and there was a couple messages, but I didn't miss anything. I think it's that, that FOMO you're talking about. You just like, oh, I got to, got to constantly check. Is there this message? I'm looking for that dopamine hit. And it, and if you can eliminate that or at least be conscious of it, you know, like some people will go as far as deleting the apps off your phone. Probably something I should do. <laughs> probably, I don't know, probably, but the, that, awareness around what's sucking your time is a huge way to help start to address it so that you can be better at managing it so that you're making sure that you're allocating the time to the things that actually matter.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I've even, like I said, dumb going to a dumb phone or one of those nothing phones that has the GPS, has text and calls, but really nothing else. Um, it's tough, man. And, and I look at that, one thing I used to do, and this is the other thing, running the business, that's that's also something you can convince yourself. I run a business or I run multiple businesses, so I need to be on that phone yeah. all day and all night. You can talk yourself into that because you kind of have a half a point, but do you really? Like I said, once again, the watch, you have your home pod. You know you don't need to carry the phone all throughout the house. Right. So not to mention, we still don't know the... The ramifications of the radiation from the phone or any other stuff that could happen—you know—everybody puts it in their pocket, right by the, right by their deal. So, I mean, could lead to a lot of different things. Sure. But outside of that, just a mental and emotional thing. I would wake up in the morning, and this is when the affiliate business was actually doing really well. Right now, it's going a little bit of a downturn because of the recession. But this makes it even more egregious in a way it's going well i'm getting sales every day why am i checking the numbers every day or twice a day or three three times a day when i know there's probably going to be a sale if not today or tomorrow i didn't read my devotional first i didn't look at my bible first when i woke up i didn't thank you know we're going to talk about fitness and faith in a future episode i didn't thank god for the ability to walk again sure Sure. That's way more important than looking at a sales number. That can, it's going to be there an hour from now. Yeah. I switched that, but once again, I'm on the phone looking at my devotional, looking at the other stuff and I'm saying, well, I'm on my phone, but you know, I'm looking at the hollow app or I'm listening to a, a gospel sure. or doing that. I could, I could turn on the TV and do that. I could have it in the background in the next room. I could buy a home pod and sure. have it somewhere, but. It just feels like when I, I don't know what point I'm trying to make. It feels like when I hold this, that I'm a dog on a leash
1: Ah. and I
0: don't (laughs) like the feeling.
1: Sure. Sure. Yep.
0: I feel like like this is my owner and I'm the pet that it's, that it's dragging around.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people feel the same way. I know I do sometimes too. And I think it's just when it comes to the overwhelm and the, the, figuring out how to address that is is taking some time to assess it and fix your like adjust your schedule so that you know like i i've had days where i've been successful with the usage of my phone time because i will set a uh, like a schedule for myself of okay i'm going to check social media because yes, I run a business and you can make the excuse that I need to be on it all day because I run a business and whatever. The fact is, is I genuinely do need to check social media because people, I have customers who reach out to me via social media. I have potential new customers that ask questions. So there is a certain point of time that I do need to check Instagram and whatever. Doesn't have to be all day. But if you set that schedule for yourself of, okay, I'm going to check Instagram at 10 o'clock in the morning every day for 30 minutes. And I'm going to spend 30 minutes intentionally working on my business, addressing questions, whatever, on Instagram, reaching out to people, commenting, all that kind of stuff. And then I'm going to check it again at four o'clock, but then put it away the rest of the time, right? Like, So if you can get that in your head to where this is all I'm going to do it, I've I've shifted With email, I'm very good about with email where I don't check email, but maybe twice a day because I just, if it's an email, it's it's not that important if it's an email. It can wait to just just kind of set that expectation for myself. Now, in some work settings, some people live and die by their email. They have to be available 24-7 with their email. Fine, that's not me. And I've, you know, kind of situated my life to where email does not rule. what i do i use it as a tool i communicate with people but i only check it once a day twice a day though sometimes i don't even check email all day because it's just it's not that important if you're emailing me about something i'll get to it when i get to it and i protect my time that way and so then uh i don't remember exactly where i was going with that but making sure that you're setting you
0: got all the profiles to focus modes right? oh yeah phone that, that handle that for you most times you set up a yeah. A schedule using notes
1: yeah and that's that's an ideal so yeah that's a great point to bring that up so the focus modes on the phone and i, I believe android has something similar <laughs> but i what i did and and there's a uh michael hyatt is a productivity guy that i have followed and i paid attention to what he does and he has a, a a planner called the full 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 focus planner and i used to get it all the time and i used to write it out my days and stuff but he has this concept of an ideal week And it's basically where you take your week, you look at the seven days of the week and you block out what an ideal week would look like. Cause most of us have a routine, you know, uh, unless you're a pro wrestler and your routine is a little bit different, but even within that, there's certain routines of, of what you do on a day-to-day basis. And if you have a 40 hour week job that you're going to, and your ideal week is you get up at five, you work out from 5 30 to 6 30. Then you get breakfast and then you go to work. So you can work for, uh, be to work by nine o'clock. You block all this stuff out in an ideal week. And that helps you address the time management of it. And so then you can really see how do I fit all these things in? And, you know, so the first thing that you would do is you block out the nine to five that you're working and you have that blocked out. Then you plug in, well, where's my hour workout? Where's my, hour to hang out with my kids that day? Where's my hour to shit shower and shave, you know, like where's all that stuff that I need to do too. And so you block all those things out and get a real clear idea of what the week's going to be. And then once you have a plan, you know, okay, I need to execute on this and it can help you with the time management even more because you took the time to set up your week. And then you just try to stick with that as much as you can. You know, obviously things are going to happen and whatever, but the more that you have an idea of what it's going to be, the better chance you have of hitting it. But if you don't take the time up front to sit down and put together an ideal week, or at least have some direction of what your week's going to look like from a schedule perspective, for me, that's where I find that I fail with managing my time. If I don't have that week planned out for the most part ahead of time, My day-to-day is a mess and I fail miserably when it comes to managing my schedule.
0: Yeah. That leads to a question because like, you just talked about being uh, productive and planning out the week. A lot of times when you run your own business, like we do, you feel at times that you have to make it a 24 hour a day job. (laughs) Yeah. You, you get into that trap. You either it's an all or none thing. Either you feel like I did nothing today or you're going from 3.30 3.30 a.m. to 8.45, yeah. 9 o'clock, I think, and it's just my opinion, I'm looking at, I'm looking at a bit of burnout right now from both. Mm-hmm. I'm wrapping my head around the fitness, the three things, big fitness show, Steve Richards' fitness, and then the wrestling analysis. But mm-hmm. well, we talked about it. We have to prune some stuff, pare down some stuff, gets rid of a lot. Time is money, but yeah. also time, like I said before, you can never get it back. So the time I spend with my wife, my cats, with you, I want to block, we want to block out an hour or 90 minutes a week where we can push each other and get business done. Sure. You know, but when we're, like you said, when we're all over the place and trying to to do that while being overwhelmed, yeah. I feel like we're, we're, we were on the border. You were on the border maybe a week or two ago. Yeah. I'm about to be on the border sure. where everything's going to be half-assed. Yeah. And that's not what I want. And, and if anybody out there is listening, there may be a time where you just got to shut it all down, shut it all off, take a take a day to meditate or go to the beach or the mountains or just get out of it, get away from everything and then sleep on it, get up the next day. And I guarantee you, or have a good friend like Big Mike Barons that can help you. <laughs> hey, well, that's a serious thing. Sure. If you have if someone that's trusted that will tell you the hard truths. and say, Hey, you're starting to suck at this. This isn't (laughs) isn't where your money's made or this isn't where your passion is. You're trying to say yes to everybody. And maybe that's why I direct it back to you. Do you feel like you and I, I think have a lot of trouble saying no, you might have less trouble. I have a lot of trouble saying no, because I feel like I'm missing out on an opportunity if I say no.
1: Sure. I, I'm definitely a recovering people pleaser, for sure. Like, uh, I'm trying to stop p- pleasing people. And, and part of it is I know that I get some of my value from it, because I feel validation. I feel like I matter. I feel like I'm important when I'm trying to please other people. But for so many years, I have put myself to the side and what I needed and my focus and my energy because I just want to please other people and I want to make other people happy. And it and it it's it's in part because I feel good about who I am when I'm serving others. You know, that's the core mission I think for both of us is we just want to serve people. We want to help people. We want to help ourselves like we want to help ourselves and lead by example, but we want to do we do that so that we can help other people be better, help other people that's our faith.
0: Here. That's what our faith yeah, commands totally. us to do
1: yes right and so like so we we live that but to our detriment sometimes where we want to not say no to anybody we don't want to look like a jerk we want to help as many people as we can and over the years i've spent so much time helping other people that i can very clearly see that i put everything that i wanted to do on hold because i was spending all of my time focused on helping other people and now part of my overwhelm comes because I feel like I'm behind, you know, like I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm have to rush to play catch up to all the things because I didn't prioritize my time up front, you know? And I think with the scheduling of all of this, you talked about maybe taking a day where you just kind of break off and meditate or whatever. Every Friday, I try to look up my week the following week and get an idea of what I've got coming so that I have a clear idea of what's going on. And then I revisit that on Monday morning to take a look at, OK, what's my week going to be? What days can I work? What days can I not work? How can I fit in the things that I want to accomplish? But it all goes back to having a list of things that you want to accomplish. So the the quick tips, quick masterclass on planning things out is you got to know where you want to go to get where you want to go, right? Like you know where you are now, but if you don't know where you want to go, you're never going to get there. It doesn't matter what steps you take because you don't know where you want to go. So you got to take a step back and plan out, okay, this is where I want to go and then figure out the schedules and the steps that you have to do to get there and then then take another step back and figure out the time that it's going to take to do that. Then take another step back and figure out, how do I fit all that time into my schedule? And so that's where this concept of the ideal week has come into play for, for me. And I think why it's so successful for people is you get an idea of when you can actually work. And so for me, just to get give you guys an idea of my schedule, ideally, I get up at five o'clock every day, immediately go down to my garage gym and I work out. I'm done working out by the time the kids get up for school at 6.45, I make them breakfast, I get them off on the bus at 7.30, then uh hang out with my wife for a little bit. And then I start working about eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock. And then I work until 3.30 when the kids get home where I'm intentionally working on things. And that's my ideal week. And then after the kids get home, I, I take a break at 3.30 to see them for a little bit. And then uh, work until about supper time. And then for supper, it's family time until bedtime. And then when the kids go to bed, it's me and my wife time. And then wake up and repeat the next day. And that's usually what an ideal week looks like for me. Monday through Friday. And so, because I know that now that I know that my work schedule is primarily nine to three thirty, I can then be strategic of where I fit other things, you know, and, but if you, if I didn't take the time to take, st- take a step back and, and see what that ideal week looks like, I don't think that I would have been as efficient as I am now, even though I'm not as as, as efficient as I can be, you know? So I think that's, the thing to your point of taking a day figure out what that looks like for you because you can't start to address it if you haven't figured out where you're at right now
0: yeah you're absolutely. that's a great idea because uh in the content creation space and you know this as well as I do that's the hardest thing because we get ideas and then we want to just kind of make them in the reality right then and there but I feel like especially with the wrestling analysis thing I think there needs to be dedicated times or days you know like say Friday afternoon to get all my clips together for the videos Mm. I'm going to do next week, even edit them down into what I'm going to annotate and talk about, throw them in a folder, and I can just Monday I do this, Wednesday I do this, and then it just kind of I think that it feels like sometimes like it's a mad scramble, but the fitness stuff too, and it's really not so much current events on either one. I can talk about anything I want on either, either deal, but it does feel like I do it like even with the squat max video, I literally had legs that morning. I filmed the B-roll. I did the on camera. I came back. I edited which it felt good to turn it around that quick. Yeah. But also then it was like, okay, what do I do now?
1: Yeah. What What's sure.
0: next? What do I got to plan? Yeah. What's going on? If I had both those things laid out for the week, I could at least film the B-roll over the weekend. If I have those particular workouts or something, then I got my B roll, then I can frame it up for the, for the talking head video or do whatever. There's, there's definitely ways to become more efficient. And I want to talk to you more about that full focus calendar book off, off, off the air. Sure. Because I feel like, I feel like I do need a template, a blueprint and just need for, just like we're, when we do workouts, sometimes we just like to follow somebody else.
1: Sure. We like to just kind
0: of check out, take our own opinions and, our own knowledge and just just kind of go along with it yeah, and i think sure. i think we're both at that point
1: yeah. you're better well, than I, I
0: am I, you can <laughs> you can frame it out better than i can but i definitely need to not just spur the moment i feel that'll come and go i mean sure you feel like you want to create something the create, create what you want to but if you don't have the foundation for that you're going to be running around like a chicken with your head cut off
1: yeah it's this true, time right? i
0: feel like i have
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I do, I do a lot of times too, but I've, I've read a lot of books on productivity and time management things to do. And it's something I'm very intentional about, about getting better at and constantly improving. But I think what happens is, is a lot of times to your point, sometimes you just want to follow what somebody's telling you to do. And it's just easier because you don't got to think about it. Right. And I think as an entrepreneur, it's harder because you don't have that set structure. You know, i uh, was an employee for years, and I had a, I had to punch my clock. You know, I used to work at a Walmart distribution center, and I one thing I loved about that job is that I punched. I showed up at two o'clock in the afternoon. I worked until midnight, and that was it. I was done. I punched my clock. I did my work. I didn't have to think about it outside of there. But it was a schedule that it was set, and I could do that four days a week, work ten hour shifts, all good, right? And then, as an entrepreneur now, working on my own business, building my own things, you kind of have to take that step that step back that I talked about and set your schedule so that you can follow it in the future. You know, like you want somebody to follow and you want somebody to tell you what to do. When you're running your own business, it's tough because you're the one that has to tell you what to do. And I I have a business coach that I work with, I meet with once a month where he kind of helps steer me in the right direction and and keep me accountable to a certain extent. But at the end of the day, I still got to execute on what I say. And that's why I find myself Taking that step back frequently so that I can plan, you know, there's about, it's not religious to the point that I do this, but about once a quarter, I will sit down and I will plan out the entire quarter of what I want to accomplish and what I want to get done for that quarter. I have a a door over here that goes to my furnace, but I have a calendar on the front of that that is, uh, has August, September, October, November, December. And I cross off every day as I go, but in the different months I have written down, I want to accomplish this, this month. I want to accomplish this, this month. And then I can have a a, a planning day that I set the big targets. And then it's a work backwards of what does it take to get me to this big target that I wanna hit all the way back to the daily habits that I need to do to get to those targets. And then once I figure out those daily habits, Now it's how do I fit these into my schedule? How do I manage my time so that I can actually execute on these things? And I think that's a a goal setting, time management piece that is huge for anyone is is you gotta work backwards, figure out the end goal and then work backwards to where you can now know the daily habits that you fit into your schedule.
0: That's a great point about people that are employees because we know people that are employees that wanna start their own business and be their own boss. They think it's gonna be Just, I can't wait to just wake up and work from home and it's going to be this and that. Human nature is you will sit on that couch. You will scroll on the phone. You will avoid work, (laughs) whether you're working for yourself or someone else. The difference is there's no short paycheck coming when you work for yourself. So you're going to find out real quick when you start starving that, oh, I've been on the (laughs) phone. I've been on the phone too much. And and that's, that's some, we know people that have crossed over from that employee to entrepreneur. Yeah. It's a very, very hard lesson. And the indoctrination of employee to individual mindset sure. is the hardest thing to overcome. Then your oh, time total. management. You overcome that, then you got your time management, which is probably the second biggest battle you're ever you're ever going to fight.
1: Yeah. I think that's for me, I think that's a big part of my overwhelm feeling is that I for so long was an employee. And I was told what to do and what the objective was. I had someone else dictating what the objective was for that day. When I worked at Walmart, I had to unload this many boxes. Okay. When that's done, that's done. Right. Like that's, and so I knew what I had to do, but I, and I never had to think about it. And I think for me, my biggest source of overwhelm is, is this the right thing for me to be doing with my time right now? And did I allocate enough time for this or. And that eats
0: up time when you do that. Yeah, yeah, and so
1: like, it's just it's just one of those deals that you really gotta from a time management piece and to kind of you know try to wrap this up. So I'm not repeating myself a million times. Is it's just it's you gotta take that step back, and I I don't think that you'll ever get a hold of your time from from being able to address it and manage it and maximize the time that you have if you don't sacrifice one day to get yourself a clear picture. And so for everybody listening. For me and Stevie both, we need to take time more often to step back and see how we break down our schedules, where we're wasting time, where we're maximizing our time, what we're doing when we're most productive and what those things are to help us get to where we want to go so that we can set the goals so then we can work backwards and figure out what it is that we need to do every single day so that we can really maximize the time that we have and that we're putting towards the things that we want to accomplish.
0: That's perfect. I'm gonna add one little, one little thing to that, that can get people in trouble. It Gets me in trouble. Mm-hmm. Once you do accomplish what you said, and it has to be one to three things. You can be small things like folding the clothes, doing whatever you want to say you accomplish something. But when you are accomplished or successful with that project or with that job or video or creating the course or working on the X and the affiliate stuff or whatever it is. You have to stop and check out for the day. And then because you have run the risk of burnout and getting it. Oh, sure. It's such, such a thin line between not doing enough and not being successful and then overdoing it and completely wasting your time on the other end. So I'll just leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Yep. No, it's good. That's good. I think that's a great way to end the show, man. So, Hey, thanks everybody for tuning in this week to, uh, the big fitness show. Do you think always- they want the
0: therapy sessions on a premium model or something? <laughs> or just checking. <laughs>
1: Maybe we can avail. We can uh, do those on a one-on-one basis if you if you if you want. Uh, Don't don't ask
0: for Patreon. uh, Trust me. Don't don't
1: don't reach out to us because we're not therapists, and so we can't. I played one on TV once. (laughs) If you listen
0: to if you listen to five minutes of one of those vignettes, you know I'm not a real therapist.
1: (laughs) oh shoot that's great (laughs) all right everybody thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the big fitness show we appreciate you as always like comment subscribe share the show uh if you think that this episode on time management was helpful for you i would love to know what your takeaway was leave us a comment below uh to tell us what your biggest takeaway of the episode was i know i had some some good takeaways here about taking some time and and Addressing my schedule, I need to be consistent with that. I think that's the big thing to help me um moving forward. If that's gonna help you, let us know. We would love to know uh, what you took away from the show. So for myself, for Big Stevie Cool, who texted me the other day that he was back up to one ninety, this is the big fitness show, and we will see you in the next episode.
0: Dang, look at that. Oh jack God, I it up there. <laughs> Pick line is bigger than my bicep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, everybody. take care. <laughs>